So immersion and just distracting ourselves from this world, like that's been going on for a long time. And everyone is wanting something that's more like Ready Player One, that full 3D immersive world. But that's going to take some time to get there. And it's fun to appreciate where we're at in this whole timeline of things. And the reason that the metaverse is important for this generation is because we are too old of a generation to discover new lands, but we are too young of a generation to discover new worlds. And so the best thing that we have right now is the metaverse. Welcome to the Metaverse Podcast, where we explore the frontiers of augmented reality, virtual reality, and all things digital. In this episode, we dive deep into the mysterious and often misunderstood world of Web3, a term you may have heard before but not fully understand. So buckle up as we answer the question on everyone's mind. What, what the, the f*** is, is Web3? Web and a good question that is. So let's dive into it. Our type, what's up? Welcome to the show. You're my co-host, so I don't know why I'm up. <laughs> <laughs> we do this every week, I promise. Um, <laughs> but can we dive a little bit? Um, let's just start with the history kind of of, of Web3. Like, how did we get here? And then what is it? Well, that's a good question, because if we're already at Web3, like, we want to know what Web1 and Web2 was, right? So mm. going back to Web1, we're talking the dawn of the internet as we know it. Uh, mid-90s, we had static websites that were just text on a page, just information, and there was no interaction there. Then we went to Web 2, and we started to see, uh, like, social media. We saw uh, e-commerce. We saw interactions that you could upload images or content. So you might be asking yourself, well, why are we changing from Web 2 to now Web 3? We've seen in the last few years an amazing leap forward with technology, and that has been introduced into the way we use the internet. And so we're on the cusp of changing from this evolution of Web 2 into Web 3, which is just an integration of all this new technology. No, it, it really is. And we're talking evolution of money, evolution of persona, you know, evolution of how we buy and trade goods. It's like rapidly changing. For those who haven't been paying attention, please start to because, you know, start learning some of these terms and the way it works because well, we'll get into it here in a second. We, of course, are the Metaverse Podcast. So we want to break this down into three sections, AR, VR, and AI, and how each of these three are um, helping grow current industries into Web3. So you know it'd be fun, Archetype? Let's take these three sections and just kind of fire off industries that are changing, even currently or about to change with this technology. So augmented reality is up first. What are some things that you are seeing being applied? Well, uh, before when you wanted to get on the internet, what you just needed a computer or a mobile phone, and it was this 2D archaic scroll feature, which we've been in for you know over two decades now, and I think that we are leaving that 2D world behind. We live in a 3D world, and I think for something to become immersive, we need this 3D interaction. So we need the things that we're looking at 
to jump off the page, off those 2D elements and come into our real world. 100% agree. And we saw this proof of concept happen in 2016 with Pokemon Go. Mm. This was like something the Pokemon community wanted forever to like actually feel alive in the Pokemon universe. And that's going to happen with almost every single franchise. Harry Potter, um, I don't know if it ever made it to final production, but Harry Potter also made a game very similar to Pokemon Go. Um, other franchises tried to do the same with not as much success as we know. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, just taking that and like applying it to, you know, other industries of making things pop up the page, we're creating experience off of Web2. And that's super cool to see. Yeah. And with the uh, Pokemon Go it was utilizing the technology that we have now, which is mobile mm -hmm. phones, which are great, but it's kind of like looking through a little keyhole. You've got this limited right. view, this limited way that you can interact is through this device. And when that's happening, you can't do other things. It's kind of like a one-time one application. And so I really see the next leap forward in adoption for augmented reality is when we can go from using our mobile phones to using wearables, which will give us a 120 degree angle of view, maybe even 180 uh, as technology gets better. And I really see that as being a huge leap forward with augmented reality, how we use it. And like you said, businesses, commerce using this technology. Yeah, um, going into Web3, it is that pairing. It's that like marriage of Web2 and um, future technology um, that adds an extra layer to our reality. Like you're saying, like wearables, um, even going out into the real world, looking for a restaurant, you'll be able to just look around and simply see the highest rating restaurant on that street or in that area. That's really what we're going into this era. It currently has the title Web3, some call it metaverse. Um, I'm sure there might be another term or two here in, in the near future, but this is what we're talking about when, we, when we're talking Web3. Now augmented reality could be applied to almost every industry. So we're going to play a little game in this episode. Archetype, I'm going to have you jump onto chat GPT and ask it to give us an industry. And then you and I are going to just quickly theory craft off of the given industry about how AR can apply to this and how this evolves into web three. All right. So we got, Ooh, retail and advertisement. Okay. Those are some fun ones. Um, do you want to take retail and I'll take advertisement? Sounds good. So imagine you're at the shops, you don't need to try stuff on. You've got your glasses, you simply look in the mirror and you can see what it looks like, how it fits. That's cool, dude. That like, first of all, it cuts out the time and like, I don't even like trying on clothes in the shop. Like I just gamble with it. I just yeah. like large is usually good because I don't want to take the time and then go change and stuff. But that's true. That's powerful. But imagine you could just walk around the shop and go, I like that. I like that. I like that. And just kind of like highlight the ones that you want and then walk in front of a mirror and then just quickly like. You could even just change colors of the shirt or the jacket or whatever you've got, the speed in which that, that would happen. And then you could mix and match. So you're like, hmm, I wonder what that would look like with the pants from over there or the hat from here could just quickly easily like just swap them around and pick your perfect outfit and you're done 
That's so cool. You can even just purchase right there on the app and probably just scan as on your way out. That's awesome. That's so cool. Um, damn. All right. So here's another fun one. Uh, furniture. So think about furniture. You can look online, you can see the one you want, but often it's still that trip to the store with your tape measure and getting there and having a look at what it looks like, how big it is, and trying to guess and think about how it's going to fit in your place, what it's going to look like. You could still be online shopping and quickly just transfer that asset to your augmented reality headset, your glasses, or your phone, and then see how that's going to look in your lounge room or in your bedroom. And we're already starting to see that. Companies like Ikea are starting to do this as well. But you could just literally like place an entire shop display into your house and see how that's going to look. I mean, it's to scale. You'll never buy the wrong thing again. (laughs) No, you wouldn't. It's so crazy that that's happening. But it's being worked on. So like big job, I guess, for asset creators out there mm-hmm. you know in the in the near future um i know there's apps already working where like you just walk around an item and scan it and it's there but like ah oh, that's so powerful so i got one more for you all right big screen tvs that's a huge market right huge market yeah. um imagine not having to need one like literally you do not need one with augmented reality you could be sitting on your couch and there could be nothing on the wall and you could have whatever you want playing on the screen, on the wall, you could have <laughs> resized like jumbo screen. Yeah. Now the person next to you could be doing the same, but with a different program. So your wife wants to watch <laughs> Desperate Housewives <laughs> or some complete garbage and you want to watch Bear Girls. <laughs> You can both be sitting there, your augmented reality on, maybe some headphones or something like that, and you can be both watching something totally different, but still enjoying each other's company. (laughs) I love it. I do have to jump in, though. Desperate Housewives was a masterpiece. So, (laughs) Anyways, uh, jumping over to... (laughs) Jumping over to... um, what was that again? It was, oh yeah, advertisement. So anybody who's ever seen Blade Runner already knows kind of where I'm going. You know, those targeted ads that are like a girl or something. Try Coca-Cola, try this. And just seeing these things out on the street being mixed in like with your reality is very, very powerful. Um, but I think even in Web3, it becomes more powerful because you have an identity while you're walking around as well. So I believe those two will interface. So the girl might be like, hey, archetype, have you considered the new flavor of mm. Coke? You know, <laughs> feel refreshed You know, <laughs> as you're walking around in this hot day. Yeah. So like, um, you know, advertising gets that like layer that it probably becomes with what they actually have wanted this whole time more a part of your life and it doesn't bother you as much it's not like the forced commercials in between tv shows you know while you're just trying to relax (laughs) yeah exactly yeah um but these ones because they'll be personalized in my opinion um it'll just seem like any anything else you know it's like i could ignore that or i can shut it off or I could probably even just say mute if an advertisement is talking to me, you know, who knows? But um, I think that that is 
definitely a way AR is going. Well, you look at like Brave Browser and you can opt into those ads. And if you do, you get paid a reward. So I can see it very much like if you opt into these ads, then you will get some sort of reward benefit from that. So it might be some sort of like tokenized uh, credit system or it could be like uh, discounts, loyalty points, Mm -hmm. all that sort of thing. Very, very good point. I love that. (laughs) Well, for the discussion, I don't, we'll see how it actually works out in real (laughs) real life, (laughs) but let's go over to VR virtual reality. This is our second section talking about web three. So VR is interesting because we usually think about it in terms of you're in your own room, you have your headset on, but I think VR could extend to other things as well. How do you think it applies to like, web three or this evolution of the internet Hmm. i think gaming and 3d experiences and worlds are going to be the evolution of websites websites will go from a 2d scroll feature where you go and visit to a 3d world and now that might be in isolation so you might go to say for example the Disney metaverse. And so everything in it is Disney. It's quite a large world. But what Mm. about something that is already in the genre that you're interested in? So for example, I am interested in a metaverse world such as Star Atlas or The Sandbox or some of these other games. Is I think that these companies are reaching into these games and setting up like little shops or little mini websites, basically, where you will be walking past and it'll grab your attention and then you want to go inside. So you don't have to specifically visit their 3D website or their world or their metaverse, but you'll get a little taste of that, like a little coffee shop sort of in the corner over here or a little retail section here that you might just walk past and oh, you know, like I might just pop in over there and have a look around. And so I think like every game or every virtual world will have this sort of retail section, which will be just like walking around a shopping center and stepping inside to their 3D website or their shop front. And I think that that's where things Mm. are heading. I think we've already started seeing it with some of these big brands entering into Sandbox and all these other sort of metaverse spaces. I lo- I really love that. I um. Do you think I'll, I'll play like devil's advocate for a second because I actually do really love what you're talking about. But I like to think of it from the other side. Do you think there'll be like options to skip experiences? For instance, if I'm in let's say Star Atlas and there is a supermarket, right? And I actually do need IRL food, mm. uh, but I also have a mission that I want to go hop in my spaceship you know, for, do you think there's like, uh, I don't want to go walk through a digital world for a head of lettuce to put in my cart and then like walk my cart all the way up, pay for the head of lettuce and to get on my ship. There will probably be ways, don't you think that like we would maybe just be able to skip certain experiences and focus on others? Or what do you think about all that? Ooh, well, definitely. Cause like, you look at <laughs> you look at like the podcast. They've got like two times X feature. Like you can listen to it twice the speed. That's true. You know what I mean? We're we're mm. so impatient <laughs> as people. Yeah. Um, that's <laughs> definitely gonna happen. Unless you're like want to experience what a shopping center is like in the metaverse, you're not going to do it at full speed. So I think definitely right. there'll be a skip feature. Um I'm thinking mm. even like a multitasking sort of 
application where you're cruising along, you're in your tufa, and you've got to get from one stargate to the other. There's some time that you just can't speed up in that game, and you might be able to just flip up a little HUD, and you've got your shopping there, or you've got your messages, your social media, and so you could like have a little workspace of different things that you could be doing, and then all of a sudden, if action starts, you can just wipe all those away and just start blasting fools. And then the action settles down. <laughs> you go back to doing your multitasking, doing your shopping, getting your head of lettuce. Uh, I think, yeah, multitasking for sure. Awesome. No, I, I like that a lot. Now, virtual reality is so cool because we all want something different. Like there's somebody who would want to enter the metaverse or enter virtual reality just to shop because that's relaxing to them. You know, mm-hmm. put on a little bit of music, get your cart, get your head of lettuce. Like, uh <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i think there'll be options like for all of us do you, um before we move on to like ai because virtual reality is almost like its own instant i do love that idea of it being like the evolution of websites do you think it applies anywhere else in um in web3 or like the evolving internet so i'm thinking if we didn't mention social media uh I mean, that's got to be the next thing, right, for VR? What do you think? Oh, yeah, definitely. No, I, I definitely think it is. Um, so that's it's an interesting one um, because there's, um, going back to AR, there's there's a few applications I see that happening more in the AR side. But VR, I can see us living out experiences from our favorite social media accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, we see people going live on uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and so on. And I think that AR, we're going to probably just sit in a room and have our glasses on and it'll be more like an IRL stream. Like there'll be a few like creators that go out into the real world and experience things like we're already seeing on on Twitch, but instead of watching it on our, our phone or, you know, our computer, we're going to be watching it through um, VR and actually like be... I guess, first person almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it, it feels like we're um, a part of the world a little bit more than, than passive viewing. And then experiences like skydiving or these like more um, extreme experiences um, will become like higher value to the viewer um, because they'll feel like they're doing it and they don't have to actually go do it. So I think that's kind of an evolution that we'll see. Um you know, going into like VR off of social media. A thought just came into my mind how like VR might affect the trolls on like Facebook or like the the haters going back and forth in arguments. Yeah. Because it'd be kind of fun to like jump in a little bit of room and have an audience watch you and the other person go at it. (laughs) In some kind of like uh, Greek or Roman like theater. They just battle. (laughs) Just having like yeah, just having a... <laughs> the lights go we'll down, see. the lights go down, and then they just, their avatar turns into like a gladiator, and then they just go for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone's like, fight, 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 fight. <laughs> fight, fight. <laughs> and then you just see a bunch of like thumbs up, <laughs> yeah, smiley faces going up on the screen. Finish him. <laughs> yeah, floating above the stadium. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's going to be really hard to control is like the trolls. People being yeah. um, almost like physically abused as well. Like there's going to have hmm. to be some sort of limitation on that. Uh, 
because it's yeah. going to be so much more effective um, on people's mental state going from just some words on a screen to someone up in your grill <laughs> and giving you shit. Yeah. On the other hand, it, it is going to be cool. And maybe this plays into like the metaverse part of like Web3 is um, people are sharing or reposting all the time on their timelines. Hmm. So like while you're in one instance of experience, you might get a notification to join another, you know. Um, so this could be like live news, you know, or like I was saying, a live stream from a creator. And just like that sharing and like, having it also maybe be able to play if you don't want to join it, it could like be a screen in the screen type of thing as well. So moving on then to our final section, AI. AI is interesting because it more helps in like the back end. Yeah. I think it has to either be the back end use, something that is created using AI and then brought into that metaverse world, or it needs to be Mm. something that can adapt quickly and on the fly so for example Mm. a world that might change rapidly as you're moving through it and everybody gets a different experience perhaps or ai where it knows who you are and it can read through your data and and what your interests are and quickly change and Mm. adapt to suit what your needs are what your likes and what your preferences are and i think that that all that goes on in the background super fast, super quick. You don't see that transaction or see any lag. It just displays in front of you as you're continually moving through these environments. And I think that's like the importance of NFTs as well. I want to apply that to what you were just saying. We see so many people creating these creatures or, you know, different collections, but I actually think those will be attached to what you're saying. Mm -hmm. And it's almost as if our chat GPT, um, Alexa, Google search, everything becomes one and we can apply a layer over top of it. That's our friend. We're seeing like um, apps already called like replica, which is like an AI friend and people can just talk to it. I've, I used it like a year, about two years ago, just, and I, and I don't even know where it is now. I'll need to re-download it, but like just being able to like chat with a friend when you, there's nobody else to talk to is actually super cool. Um, and the AI is like learning you and learning about you. There's even, um, AI apps now, and this applies directly to what we're talking about, um, that. I don't recommend doing this because it's (laughs) a huge security risk for yourself, like huge. Mm. But there's an AI that you can um, log into all of your social media with, and it learns the way you engage and speak. And then it can write emails for you or, or reply to people when they comment on your pages. So like, (sighs) Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> it's crazy. Okay. Yeah. So AI, at, I, I may have like misspoke in the beginning. AI does have some pretty big implications for Web two for the user. <laughs> yeah, man. Wow. Yeah. It's almost like we're gonna have to start securing um, computing power, like an encrypted mm. little server of our own, so that we can build up these personalized AI bots. And it can be our Mm. own secure data. And then it can do all that without any lag. Like, I don't know if you've noticed when you log into um, chat GPT on like a peak time, 
there's not mm. often that you can get on there now because it's so no. booked up. There's so many people wanting to do it. So I'm wondering, you know, like if that's the next thing that people are going to want to secure their own little computing power somewhere on the internet. Mm -hmm. And then they can, like you say, place that personalized AI onto that platform and then everything else goes on top. And it's almost like a next evolution of say your wallet because it's going to have all yeah. your own information on there as well. Yeah. And I think if you marry that with the idea that you were talking about earlier with advertisements and getting some kickback, hmm. I think that, uh, you know, approving these, these things will, will have different wallets, I guess, applications that re-release our information to, you know, to advertise to us. I might have a Coca-Cola wallet if I'm like always drinking Coke, you know, I'd be like, yes, you can advertise to me like personally, you know, and then we release that. So I love what you're saying there. And it's a crazy world. Um, however, in a future podcast, we could talk about the implications of this. What happens when everybody has this AI partner mm. because we are all on the same level and we can almost do any job. That is food for thought, man. That needs to be an yes. episode for sure. <laughs> that does. That does. We'll, we'll do that. We'll do that here soon. Let me know, guys, in the comments if that's something that you would enjoy. Uh, let us know any ideas that you have based off of this AR, VR, AI and how they apply to Web 2. Where do you think Web 2 is going? Are you ready for Web 3? It's time to jump in. <laughs> All right. So before we go, man, I got one question for you. Web3 and the right. metaverse. Do you think it's here? Yeah, I think it's here. Um, I think it's it's been here um, for quite a for quite a while. I think that we are in the early stages. I mean, just to compare it, I think stacking two stones together is the early stages of building a city, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So like in that sense, yeah, no, I, I think we we've come a long way and I think uh, we are in the metaverse. We are in web three. It's just the mass adoption needs to happen. And we're about, I think we're about there. Um, do you have anything to add to that or um, say before we wrap this one up? Yeah. So the, I think web three in the metaverse, it's here for sure. The reason I say that is because it's not a single point. It's this evolution and technology will mm. continue to evolve and bring us further into immersion. But we've been constantly trying to immerse ourselves in different worlds. And so the, the internet was that it's this 2d archaic sort of version of that. And we're going to be moving yeah. into web three, which is a 3d three dimensional version. It's still the same thing, but it's just this evolution. So immersion and just distracting ourselves from this world like that's been going on for a long time and everyone is wanting something that's more like ready player one that's full mm -hmm. 3d immersive world but that's going to take some time to get there and it's fun to appreciate where we're at in this whole timeline of things and the reason that the metaverse is important for this generation is because we are too old of a generation to discover new lands, but we are too young of a generation to discover new worlds. And so the best thing that we have right now is the metaverse. Dude, you just, 
I don't know how else to say it. You not blew my mind, but you like opened up my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's so good. Oh, man. We are in an exciting time because of that. Um, yeah, this, this is our worlds that we get to explore yeah, during our time. Definitely. Well, with that, guys, this is the Metaverse Podcast. Hope you enjoyed. Please hit that like button or give us a review on wherever you're watching or listening. Uh, where can they find us, Archetype? Check us out at themetaversepodcast.com, Twitter, on all your favorite audio podcast platforms, and uh, get in touch. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you.